Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Health Forward podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how to live a healthy lifestyle on a budget. One of the most common arguments for not eating healthy foods or for not living a healthy lifestyle is that it's just too expensive. And while it is true that some healthier food options and maybe cleaner household products and personal care products can be more expensive, there are ways to mitigate that expense and stay within what your budget will allow. Today, I want to share a few tips that has helped my family as we've been on this journey towards living a healthier lifestyle. And today we're just going to jump right in. So the very first thing I want to talk about is you need to choose what your priority is up front. So what I mean by that is choose whether it's more important for you to stay within a budget or if it's more important to you to have some convenience items. There's not a wrong answer there, um, but it is, it's rare to find something that is a healthy, inexpensive, and convenient option. It's best to just kind of know ahead of time which of those is most important for you, whether it's the expense or whether it's the convenience, and then adjust accordingly. So just to give you an example, like if it's more important for you to have convenience items, then you might just need to go into it knowing that your grocery budget is going to be a little more expensive because you're not going to maybe make quite a few things from scratch or you're not going to, or maybe there's like a couple nights of the week you're going to have to eat out and in order to eat out at a healthy restaurant that might be a little more expensive. So just that's just an example of kind of the expense versus the convenience factor. Like I said, it's just kind of hard to find both. It does happen, but it's not something you should expect all the time. So I think it's better to have that mindset going into this. Sometimes you're going to have to make a choice there and that's okay. Okay, my first real tip is eat at home the majority of the time. So there's lots of things that go into eating the majority of your meals at home, but home cooking is one, it's kind of an art and it's something that is a learned skill. It's something you can grow in. If you're thinking, if you're listening to this and you're like, uh, I'm not a good cook. I don't have those skills. Let me just encourage you that that is something you can learn. It's not something you're born with or you're not. Those are skills and just like any other skills, they can be taught and they can be learned, especially with practice. It's definitely something you can improve at and get better at. So don't feel discouraged if you think you're not a great cook or that's just something you don't feel very confident in. Um, and, and there's just a few things you can do to kind of support yourself in um, adjusting to eating more at home. And so one of those things is to have a meal plan. And then to have a grocery shopping list before you go shopping. Those are going to be key in not overspending on your grocery budget. 
I have a resource that I put together um, a couple months ago that is, I will link in the show notes. It's also on my website and on my bio link in my Instagram account, but it is an actual um, sample meal plan. It's actually one of my meal plans that I have used and have continued to use. And then it's also um, a shopping list for everything that goes with that. And then a, like a template for how I put my shopping list together when I go grocery shopping. And so just keeping yourself on track and not getting distracted in the store, or if you do like online grocery shopping, that helps you to kind of stay on track and not get super distracted by all the things that might be on sale that maybe they're a great deal. Maybe that's a good idea. But a lot of times, at least personally for me, that's where I get in trouble with my budget. My grocery budget is because I'm like, Ooh, that's on sale. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. But those aren't things I was planning to make or that we really necessarily need. And so for me, it's better to have a list, have a plan and stick to that plan. And if you want those resources, again, I'll link them in the show notes and it'll be easy for you to go get those for yourself as well. Along with that, with grocery shopping and eating at home, um, one of the ways that I have found that saves money when grocery shopping is to shop at multiple grocery stores. So this is definitely not a convenient thing to do. The convenient option would be more to shop at one store or just do an online pickup, which I do plenty of times as well, but I have found that I spend more money when I do that. So if your grocery budget is something you're really trying to keep that expense lower, shopping at multiple grocery stores is an option that could help you be able to get the healthier food options that you're wanting while still keeping your budget to what it needs to be. So for example, I usually shop at Trader Joe's and Kroger. Sometimes I'll kind of vary and do a few other things, especially more in the spring and summer when we have some more local options here. But for the most part, I buy my household products and some of the things Trader Joe's does not carry. I do um, an online grocery pickup from Kroger that way. Um, And then my like produce and meat and more staple food type items I have found are cheaper and there are more options at Trader Joe's. And so that is my typical plan that I do. Now there are weeks that convenience is way more important to me and I will only do one pickup order. But for the most part, when I'm trying to really focus on my budget, then I'm going to shop at both of the stores. Okay, next, still sticking with this idea of home cooking and grocery shopping and all of that. When you're shopping at the grocery store, stick to whole foods. So that means foods that have come from the ground or that have a mother. That's just a good way to think about that. In other words, food that God created for us to eat as food. This is going to keep you from buying a lot of processed and artificial things and making sure that your money is really going to the best quality food sources for your family, the most nutritious things to feed your family. Um, You'll hear a lot of people talk about shopping the perimeter of the grocery store, and that's what they're referring to is um, that's typically where your whole food ingredients are. So foods that don't really need a label, like if you think about it, kale doesn't have 
an ingredient label and grass-fed beef doesn't have an ingredient label like they are just what they are so sticking to the perimeter of the store sticking to whole foods clean sources of those foods it's going to save you money because you're not going to spend as much stuff on prepackaged and artificial things from the middle of the grocery store another tip that i personally do that i think has really helped in our grocery budget is using simple ingredients and then making as much things as you can, as many things as you can from scratch, rather than buying the more convenient pre-packaged, pre-boxed, pre-seasoned options. A good example would be like seasoning packets. So you can get a ranch seasoning packet, or you could get Uh, Maybe like a fajita or taco seasoning packet or a chili seasoning packet. Or you could choose to buy the individual spices themselves and then use them for multiple things. So for example, like with the example of the fajita and the taco and the chili, those are all very similar. So if if you buy those spices individually, then every time you make something that has those flavors in it, you can just use what you've already bought instead of having to buy a seasoning packet every single time you go to the grocery store. And you just have a lot more on hand. So when you need to throw a dinner together or something, you just, you already have the spices you need and you're not continually buying seasoning packets over and over every time you go to the grocery store. Also, not only will it save you money for not having to buy those repeatedly, but also that gives you more control over what is in your seasoning mixes and your packets. A lot of times those will have extra ingredients that aren't the best. Another example would be buying like flour and sugar or for us in our house, like almond flour and coconut sugar or maple syrup or something that we use to bake with, buying those things individually rather than buying several different pre-packaged baking mixes like for pancakes or brownies or pizza crust or, you know, you see those in the store, they have a baking mix for just about anything and everything. And while sometimes that is a little more convenient, a lot of times if you have already bought flour and you already have sugar and maybe baking soda or something like that, you kind of already have the core ingredients you need to put together any kind of baking recipe quickly. And again here, that just saves you some money for not buying lots of different types of box mixes at, you know, four and five bucks a pop. And then also, again, more control over the ingredients you are putting into what you're baking. And then with all that, just prepping your meals ahead of time at the beginning of the week or over the weekend or whatever works for you. Um, Just having a few dinners prepped or lunches prepped or even breakfast or all three, however ambitious you want to get with it, having some things prepped, especially for times that you know are difficult for you during the week, times you know you're going to be tired, you're going to have a busy day or Uh, Maybe you know that mornings are really hard for you and you just don't have the energy to to do breakfast. Whatever that time is for you, if you can prep at the beginning of the week, that's going to make it much less likely that you're going to stop in a drive-thru or you're going to just order pizza or, you know, you're just kind of going to get off of whatever plan you had for yourself for the week. I know times that I have a really long day or I'm really tired 
are the times that I am most likely to go off of my whatever plan I have. So if I have something prepped ahead and I've already put the work and the time and the effort and I know that it's just going to be easy to heat up or throw together, I'm just, it's much easier for me to kind of stick to eating the way that I want to and feeding my family the way that I want to. So all of that was kind of wrapped up in eating at home and cooking more at home and things like that. The next tip also has to do with home, but a little different. Choose products. So whether this is cleaning products, personal care products, um, just products that you have in your home, choose products that have multiple uses. So a good example of this, I talked about in the last podcast episode And on my Instagram this past week, I talked about using white vinegar for my fabric softener. So that's a great example for me personally, because I use white vinegar for that, for the fabric softener, for my laundry. I use it for, I make like a multi-purpose cleaning spray that I use just around the house for anything from a spill in the carpet to bathrooms to kitchen to you know just general uses in the house and white vinegar is one of the main ingredients I use in that. I use it for a couple other things like soaking my produce in that in water when I bring that home Um, sometimes even in a like a recipe when I'm cooking so it gets a lot of uses. It even gets used in some like landscaping solutions we use for like weed killer so there's just tons of things that you can use one simple ingredient for rather than feeling like you have to buy a separate product for multiple different things in your home. And there are tons of kind of DIY recipe type things on Pinterest for those kinds of things like the multi-purpose cleaner and the weed killer and things like that, that are, that are just safer options, but not just safer and cleaner, but they're cheaper as well. So, um, that saves us some money. Okay. The next one is for when you are going to be dining out. Um, one thing that we do, it's it's kind of funny. We're almost kind of known for it because we've done it so long. And that is to just share a meal with whoever you're there with. If you're dining out with somebody, split your meal. One that helps with expense Two that helps with portion control. And then Also drinking water instead of getting a soda or a sweet tea. Not only is that healthier, but it's cheaper. Those are, that's just like a super basic, simple way to keep your expenses down, especially when you are trying to make very um, intentional, healthy food choices in a restaurant. All those entrees are going to be pricier. Um, just thinking through that in your budget, how are ways that you can kind of, if you know you need to eat out, you're going to eat out, or you just want to, what are ways that you can kind of cut down on those expenses? And there are other ways as well, um, but those are just kind of two very simple. Share a meal with somebody and then drink water. My next tip is for just the idea of when you're trying to live this healthier lifestyle, especially when you're getting started and you're not really sure exactly what to do or what way is best or you know there's just so many options out there and they all claim to be the best and so I think one of the best things you can do to kind of be easy on your budget is just to skip the trends altogether and stick to the basics so a couple examples of this just when you think about 
like the diet programs that require you to continually make purchases over and over and over, whether that's for their products or their services or whatever, um, this continual kind of never ending expense. Um, that's one way that it might be more convenient for you, but it's definitely not, if you're looking to keep your budget, if you're really looking to protect your budget and keep your expenses low, that's probably not going to be the best idea for you. Another idea is a gym membership. A lot of people absolutely love their gym membership. And if that's you, Hey, that's totally cool. You make that a priority and then you adjust your budget accordingly. But for some people that's not the gym itself is intimidating or it's just not as big of a priority for them. And so you can find other ways to work out that are free or that are cheaper than a monthly gym membership. I've talked a lot about workouts you can do online, whether through like a cheaper membership, there's some that are like $10 a month or something like that, or even free from YouTube. And most of us, unless you're training for something very, very specific, or you just really know that you need the group environment of a gym or a specific trainer from a gym, you can get a very good workout, a very effective workout at home with some very minimal free weight equipment, or sometimes even just doing body weight. You can get a great workout without spending any money at all. So don't let that, don't let the idea of I can only work out if I have a gym membership hold you back because that is absolutely not true. And then my last tip is to check with your insurance, your health insurance provider. A lot of times now they have free resources or discounts for things like the gym or fitness classes, or they have free resources that can help you kind of get in the right direction and kind of get a game plan for what is best for your health. A lot of them hire health coaches. And so you can a lot of times get a free consult or a couple consults with them over the phone. If you're just kind of unsure of what your first steps need to be and what your goals need to be and what's really best suited for you, a lot of times they can provide that for you for a a pretty minimal fee or completely free as a benefit with your insurance plan. And then if that's not an option for you, if you either don't have health insurance or your insurance does not offer anything like that, check with your like local community center or maybe some local churches in the area. A lot of them will have free classes or free workout classes, or just maybe a group of women that meet at the church to work out together. Just check into that. Those are typically pretty safe a great way to meet people and just um, typically either very minimal cost or free. And then also just utilize free resources like this podcast or other health podcasts or social media accounts that are kind of giving you this free health advice, free like healthy living encouragement and advice. Utilize those things like do your own research on your own, take what they give you and then kind of use that to set goals for yourself. And, you know, this just, it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be expensive. And there are tons of resources out there. You just kind of got to be aware of it and then be willing to take their advice and use it. You know, living costs money. And really it comes down to a choice of whether you want to prioritize your health and spend money now and make good decisions to live a healthy and fulfilling lifestyle 
and be able to enjoy a better quality of life throughout your life. Or, you know, you can use the excuse that it's too expensive and you can wait to focus on your health later when maybe you don't have as much of a choice or your quality of life isn't as great. So let me just encourage you now to not use the expense as an excuse. There are tons of ways to work around that, to work within your particular budget. You know, part of living a healthy lifestyle, at least I believe from a holistic health standpoint, that means your whole life. Holistic is your whole entire life. It's not just one aspect. It's not just what you eat or if you exercise, it's everything. And part of that includes your financial health and your planning for your financial future and not having added stress on your life because your finances are out of control. So I never want to encourage you to bust your budget on healthy living products or things that you don't need or getting swept up in some kind of trend or just paying for something that isn't necessary when you can make smart, healthy decisions for you and your family and still stay well within your means and well within your budget. I hope that this episode has given you a few ideas of ways that you can continue living a healthy lifestyle without busting your budget. If you still, if you've heard all this and you still just feel really paralyzed or you just aren't sure where to start, send me an email or send me a a DM or leave me a comment here on this post. I would love to chat with you. I do offer a free 30 minute consultation or discovery call where we can get to know each other a little better and determine what your next step should be. What's best for you? What goals are best for you and how you can reach those. You know, sometimes one of the most cost-effective things you can do when you're thinking about living a healthier lifestyle and staying within your budget is to hire a professional. Even though that is an expense, a lot of times that will cut down on all of your other expenses because it takes a lot of the guesswork and the trial and error out of improving your health. And it can give you the guidance and the support that you really need along the way to make the most of your health decisions and the most of your financial decisions as well. So just know if that's you, if you really relate with that, that there are people here to help. I'm here to help. And I would be happy to chat with you about that. I hope you guys have a great week and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.